thank you so much for taking some time out for me. No worries, yeah. Always up for a cup of coffee and just chatting. And we've been meeting after like so so, so long. long. I yeah. think I last like had a conversation with you in tenth. Tenth? Yeah. Like when we were fifteen. <laughs> and I'm twenty five. So ten years. Ten years. Wow. Wow. That's really long. Very a decade. Yeah. So uh, where are you from, Sanjana? Uh, so this this question always uh, confuses me because I don't know what to say. Uh, my mom's uh, from West Bengal, so I'm half Bengali, mm-hmm. uh, and my dad's actually from Telangana, but his family's been settled in Orissa for the longest time. Okay. Uh, they got married. They were working together, and they um, they work government jobs. So we have moved cities all my life. Okay. So every six years, I've moved cities. So I don't really know. Uh, how to answer that question? I've lived in Bombay, Ahmedabad, Lucknow, uh, Bhubaneswar, Pune, and I studied uh, abroad for a year. So all I'm from everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So what was your first creative instinct? That yes, this is something that I enjoy. Um, actually, uh, I can't take credit for that. Um, I used to read. I've always been a reader. I started reading when I was. About six or seven. Yes. Um, I remember that a girl with a book all the time. <laughs> I mean, you always had one book. In yeah. Hand. I remember being sent to the vice principal because I was reading Gone with the Wind during a Hindi class, uh, ninth grade, if I'm not wrong. So uh, I never thought I had any creativity. Okay. I didn't even think that there was potential. So um, in eleventh, in fact, I. Uh, I uh, moved from CBSE to ISE, and the ISE board um, actually is wonderful for people who love English or who are good in the subject and like writing. One of the questions was uh, write a story that starts or ends with a line, and it was for my pre-boards. And I wrote a story that, that uh, ends with what? With a line. They just write the line. The question paper has a line, and they Ooh. say write a 500 or a 1,000 word story that ends with this line. Wow. So that's a very nice exercise. That's for a really nice exercise for yeah. writing. And there's always an option that you can write an essay on uh, India's progress in the last 20 years, or you can write a story. And I ended up just writing a story. Uh, and uh, I remember when the results came, I was terrified because I thought I would flunk. And my English teacher, uh, Duman sir, came into class, and the first thing he said was, uh, Who's Sanjana? And he didn't know me because I never spoke up in class. And I'm like, okay, I have flunked in English. This is a new low. I have flunked in English. And and I uh, gingerly raised my hand. And he looks at me and he's like, Sanjana, do you know you can write? And uh, I, I was dumbfounded. I, I didn't quite understand what he was trying to say. And he said, Sanjana, you're a writer. And he was the first person in my life who ever said, Sanjana, you're a writer. You can write. And uh, since then, he pushed me to write. He made sure he fought with the principal to make sure that I was representing the school for inter-school writing competition. And he was the first person who said you could write. And if I ever write a book in my life, uh, one of the people uh, the book will be dedicated to will be Chris Duman, sir, from 11th and 12th grade, CMS School, Lucknow. (laughs) That's awesome. So, yeah, he was the first person who... uh, told me and who made me believe that I had something to offer the world and something to offer myself. Um, so yeah, since then I've always thought of myself to be a writer and hope the world agrees. <laughs> yeah. 
writing has a lot of disciplines yeah. right so what made you you know inclined towards uh, advertising uh so advertising happened to me purely by chance i was in the right place at the right time and circumstances led me to advertising Okay. 11th and 12th, I realized I could write, so I was I finished 12th and I was like maybe I should do English honors, okay. uh, maybe I should study journalism, and I could draw a little bit. I could I used to paint a lot. I used to so uh, my parents who have been wonderful parents who have always pushed me to do what I want, uh, they were like okay designing is something you can look into. and i gave entrance exams everywhere uh, for english honors for journalism for design nif symbiosis and uh, i i got i got admitted into a lot of colleges uh, i passed the entrance exam and symbiosis was one of the best colleges out there and like i was telling you earlier my parents always believe that uh, your line is important but your college or the establishment where you're studying is very very important because it will give you the right confidence and exposure to go on to better things yeah uh, so symbiosis happened i joined a lot of people don't know it but i joined uh, in the stream of fashion design oh my yeah. god so uh, my parents they're economists right they they know about the economy they don't know anything about creativity so they were like okay fashion design we understand kapde banane so i was like okay fashion design sure so i joined symbiosis the first year was an orientation year where uh, they um, you know they take you uh, they take you through little courses of yeah. every stream that they have to offer yeah, it's a foundation it's a year. foundation year that's when i realized okay i would be really terrible at fashion design because my fashion sense is poor and i'm not a very aesthetic visual visually aesthetic person but but let me tell you this you look very pretty today oh, thank you <laughs> thank you uh, i try i try uh so um yeah so I, in first year i realized that there's another stream called communication design yeah and i might be better at it and symbiosis uh gave me the opportunity to move to communication design second year i started communication design specializing in graphic design okay uh in graphic design uh again second year was a orientation for communication design so we yeah. had a two week module on advertising because graphic design you know could lead into advertising so yeah. two week module happened and uh, i fell in love because it was just a really small module but i was like wait there is something that uh makes me think of crazy things and they want me to think of crazy things and i can write here so all my uh so there was no so all the creative juices were were flowing, were flowing together were yeah. coming together so if you look at all my projects from symbiosis i did graphic design but all my projects have long copy the design skills are pretty terrible when there's a concept and there's long copy in it so my professors used to hit their head you know and they used to say sanjana uh your idea is really nice but you filled it with so much copy and the copy is beautiful but we can't mark you on the copy we have to mark you on your design skills that you have not shown so uh then yeah so i just i passed graphic design and the idea was to do masters in advertising after a couple of years i went for a holiday to uk with my parents where i met a friend who was studying there and he said sanjana you know what you should study here i fell in love with uk um applied that very year to do my masters in creative advertising i think i got admission in a span of 2 3 months uh moved to uk fell in love with advertising all over again and, and your college uh, so uh, palmet university yeah, yeah. It, it's beautiful it's stunning cornwall is beautiful the city 
is amazing and plus it's at the top college for advertising it's one of the they say it's one of the best colleges uh, for any Spe- creative pursuit for advertising yeah, yeah they had an ma course uh, i met people from all over the world who had come to study from thailand from singapore from everywhere from the us and i met great professors i uh, went to the best advertising exhibition in london so uh, falmouth was uh, very very important to me because i got exposed to a lot of great work and i always hold that experience very closely because uh, when you see great work you realize this is the potential and you can always strive to do that much like today i might be doing terrible work but some day i hope to do that kind of work and that makes you push harder and makes you start the next day with a lot more hope so falmouth it all i think falmouth started off uh, the love for advertising that i have right now but advertising was all circumstantial i was in the right place at the right time uh, symbiosis happened communication design happened advertising happened uh, my masters happened and now i've been doing advertising for about two and a half years so yeah okay be honest and tell me how many times you see a commercial and you're like you you want to kill yourself every day every single ad i have seen um <laughs> in television lately uh to be very honest when i might get uh, bashed at work sometimes i see my own ads and i want to kill myself uh advertising is when i was telling this to you earlier right it's um commercial advertising in india is um, not the best place to be if you're very very idealistic if you because it's commercial and it's not just going to a handful of people it's it's really massy yeah. it's really really massy so you have to think of the audience you have to think of your clients who don't really know the difference between sales and marketing so it's uh, every time every time i see an ad uh, i just want to kill myself and design and creativity is all about the process yes and marketing which is the next step is all about the numbers yes so uh, th- this is the uh, there is this one uh, facebook ad you posted and it, it has not got this much click then it has not got this much conversion how much that affects your thought process uh it's a uh, hurtful <laughs> it uh, it kills my soul it cre- kills every creative soul every creative person's soul that they may have because uh, so no one so no one joins advertising or very few people join advertising to sell a product that is so that's a difference between sales and marketing i feel that sales or uh, advertising is about selling a product sure at the end of the day but there's something called marketing which might which is not just about numbers these days bigger brands are coming up with campaigns and their brand objective is to create brand love not to sell a product like dag acche hai you know it wasn't like oh we want to sell sir or um, what was the uh, share the load yeah they they weren't saying that you know we are already the market topper and we want to sell more boxes it was just creating brand love and yeah brand it's about not worrying about that dark and just living your just, yeah. just live your life yeah. because don't worry we, yeah. we have got your back exactly so and it was uh, brilliant it was lovely i, I love the campaign i think uh, see the competition is so high when you think about commercial products that everyone is saying the same thing yeah surf can say something aerial can say the same thing and it might be true they have the same technology in their product they have the same amount of progress after a while you have to tell me a lot of brands are doing this thankfully a lot of brands are saying you know what keep my product aside 
Third is an idea I believe in. And if you believe in that idea, you should choose ours. And it's working like Tata T Gold. Jagore did not talk about tea, if you think about it. It yeah. spoke about voting and stuff like that. And it was aspirational because I want to be the kind of person who believes that every person votes, which is why I chose this tea. Not because this tea is better. It just thinks the way I do. And that's the difference between sales and marketing. But that's also a very large scale um, view on things, which every creative person would like to take. But do the salespeople and do the marketing people who sit on the other side of the table think that way? They only care about the numbers. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, so, and if they don't hit certain numbers, I mean, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Yeah, it should hit certain amount of numbers, but. Then, so a lot of adverti non-advertising people don't know this, but when you go to Cannes, right, the biggest advertising, like the mecca for advertising awards, uh, the last award for the night is of the best brand. So it's not about the people who created the best uh, campaign. It's about the brands that were open to doing creative campaigns that might have not necessarily led to uh, sales. Yeah. So I think more important than people like us who create the creative work is people out there sitting, brand managers, who let us create creative work. So brand managers might be more important than art directors and copywriters and brand strategists. So, yeah, so. But don't you think if there is a good idea, it should hit a good number? Why it is not happening? Like, you think people are not that educated enough to sell that idea? Uh, see, or not accept that idea? Uh, I think that is, it's, uh, that's a complicated question. I don't know if I can answer this to my or your complete satisfaction. Uh, it's creative, right? It's subjective. Yeah. It's really, really subjective. Advertising, unfortunately, is all also about repetition. Uh, yeah. Because our country might, there are two sides of the coin. Like sometimes I get my uh, account management people telling me that Sanjana, your idea is too intellectual for this country. Not just to me, to every creative person because they don't think that your idea is massy enough. And sometimes I feel that, oh, the audience did not understand this. So there are times that we are selling our audience short because we don't think that they are ready for a movement like this. Okay. And uh, sometimes the audience is not ready. It is very, very subjective. So yeah, sales is very important. Sales is what leads to uh, me getting paid every month, which is something that you can't cheat around with. You need the money, bread and butter, right? Yeah. But um, why it doesn't lead to, sometimes good ideas don't lead to sales because one, repetition has not happened. Sometimes uh, need, money has not been spent on media. Unfortunately, to earn money, you have to spend money. So uh, I've had great, I, I know of great campaigns that didn't uh, get the reach because it was the money was not spent on media. So unfortunately, there are, sometimes the creative idea is wrong. Most of the times, the creative idea is wrong for the target market. Uh, sometimes, uh, cre every piece of creativity is subjective. So sometimes I think it's phenomenal, but my audience might not think it's phenomenal. So, a yeah. lot, of, lot of ifs and buts. There's no right or wrong answer. You're kind of shooting in the dark all the time. And it's scary for, not as scary for me as it is for my bosses. Because they are the ones who are responsible for it. I just do their bidding. So, you're shooting in the dark. With any creative piece, you're shooting in the dark. Seriously, is it that, that, is it that difficult because the choice of words that you are putting here, shooting in the dark, like... It is, it is. I think at the end of the day, every uh, commercial piece you see that uh, 
every commercial piece that you see on television or anything that's money has been spent on, right? Crores of money has been spent on has been backed by research. Yeah. Uh, so every ad, uh, again, non-advertising people might not know this. I didn't know this before I started my job. Is every ad that you see goes through uh, so Hindustan Unilever, Marico. These people before their ad goes on television, it's actually taken towards research. So a group of people see it. They say uh, if they understand it or not, if they like it or not, and this research happens over major cities all over. So again, lakhs and lakhs of money are spent on research before they can spend crores of money. Sometimes it's backed by research, but it still flunks, you know. Yeah. So which is why I say there's a lot of risk involved. There's no right or wrong answer. At the end of the day, um, creatively, and I'm talking from a very creative point of view, not from a sales point of view, uh, this is only two creative people and sales people will hate what I'm going to say, is do the work that you believe in. Do the work uh, that you'll put in your portfolio. Do the work that you want to see as uh, audience. Because, uh, because eventually the audience is going to grow. Eventually the audience is going to grow and this is again very very idealistic and I've been told many many times by my peers and my bosses not to speak like this but I don't listen to people is uh, we have great power. Uh, we have the power to mold people's opinions. Yeah exactly. We, I mean being in advertising is like. It's immense power. It's, yeah. Like, you have control over millions, millions and millions eyes. Like why why not to uh, you know use, use that? it use it for the good. Piyush uh, uh, Pandey said that he has earned so many awards. He has earned so much in life. His best piece, uh, his best achievement is eradicating polio from this country. Uh, today women can smoke on the road, and that's not a good thing because no one should smoke. But women can smoke, and that's a step. Uh, towards equality and feminism because an advertising campaign told them they could smoke. Um, you know, there's a braille watch out there for blind people and advertising made that happen. And uh, it is idealistic because most of the days I'm selling detergent and I'm selling a mango drink. But uh, I'd like to believe that I have the power and every creative person has the power. Uh, advertising, I can speak for sure because it's so massy in nature to uh, change the opinions of people and it's massive responsibility. So use it for the good, you know, why not? Why not? You, you don't want to be a politician, right? But you're in advertising. So you can actually try to do something that will get people to vote, that will get people to say, uh, you know, not believe in patriarchy, that will get people to make sure that waste is thrown in bins. So do it. Sell your bread and butter and your orange juice, but at the same time, try to do that. Yeah. Okay, so as you said that uh, all the good commercial that we see are backed by data. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of research has already yeah. been done. So if all the decisions are made by uh, the database, yeah. then what is the creative instinct? Uh, the creative instinct is, so if anything, there's ne never one film, sorry, there's never one film that goes towards research. Uh, there are multiple films. Yeah. So uh, if you see one film, we have probably written 70 films behind that one film. And five of them go towards research and the best one is chosen by research and that goes to your television screens or your YouTube ads. So just make sure that the options you give are the best creative options that you have. And after that, let research play its game. So there are times when I give or my team gives five great films out of which you obviously prioritize that there is this is the best one, this is not as good and this is the least favorite one. 
and most of the times research comes back saying you know this is the one that's most marketable and that's your least favorite but it's not terrible it's still a creative idea yeah so yeah so just make so sure so how many times it has happened that something you have predicted and the result their contrast how many times that every has day every day advertising is heartbreak every day so this is something i learned in school never get too attached to your work yeah uh, because uh, if you don't if you're not able to kill your baby somebody else will and that just hurts more this is the first thing you learn in advertising kill your baby is before someone else can kill it every day every day i will choose an option and every day there are so many so many excuses and so many reasons and justifications i hear that say sanshan this will not work either we don't have the budget for it uh, the brand doesn't believe it's that's uh, the brand's tone uh, the audience will not react well to it so many reasons and every day it happens so yeah i mean even i work for a men's lifestyle brand yeah. and we every day we make lot of facebook creatives yeah. like facebook website click ads and whatever the marketing team picks up and and whatever they runs on facebook or on google when you look at the result or when you look at the data i'm like why and who is clicking this ad and who is buying this product after looking at this ad it is so surprising it is terrible i we have worked 6 months on a film and uh, two days before no two days after the shoot the film is looking spick and span we have worked on post production post production is again a one month process we are working on color grading and the brand manager comes and says uh, you know what we want the brand it's a 30 second or ad and they say we want the brand logo from the very first second on the side of the ad and that makes no sense because here you're trying to say a plot you're trying to build intrigue towards the ultimate you know brand reveal but no they're like oh you know we have realized that uh, brand uh, brand connect will happen or people will recognize the brand from the very first second and i'm like no that distracts from the plot so it is heartbreak every single day but you learn to live with it and yeah you play the game <laughs> do i have to work badly to get audience or to get recognized like should i not do my job right do you feel that way sometimes uh, i still don't because i i'm i'm hoping i mean maybe i still don't because i am fairly new into the industry i'll maybe after 10 years i'll reply to this differently i hope not uh, but uh, you start off you start off with opportunity you start off with here's a brief every every campaign starts off with a brief you start off with a brief saying here i can change the world and uh, because it's commercial because it's mercy and it's you can't be idealistic you learn to live with compromise you have to compromise there is your not creating a piece of creative work for yourself Yeah, it's, for it's, it's for the people. It's for the people, and you're not the only. Every day, I feel like, uh, how dare a brand manager? Sounds horrible, by the way. If account management people hear this, I will be shot dead. But um, you know, I feel like, oh, what does what does the brand manager know? Why does the brand manager want to change the script after I worked on it for four months? But no, I'm not. This is not just my baby. This yeah. is a baby. Uh, this is a baby that's uh, for twenty people. It's their baby. Yeah. So everyone and. Uh, it's creative work so it's subjective a brand manager and i might not agree with it but doesn't mean that the brand manager doesn't feel for the work as much as i do and uh, every day it hurts but you learn to compromise so but again going back to your question uh, yes start off with the purest uh, intentions because if you don't start off from an idealistic point of view it can never lead it can never lead to a best creative pursuit compromise will happen there if 
not the brand manager or your boss will say Sanjana this doesn't work change it completely you change it but that's compromise you keep fighting fighting is too strong of a word you keep trying trying you keep trying and then you figure out life yeah so yeah. you always try to balance things out to the best of uh, my capabilities uh, when i uh, go up the ladder and after 6 years or 10 years people will take me more seriously people will say okay you know sanjana saying this and she is a 35 year old woman who has spent uh, 10 years in advertising or 12 years in advertising take her seriously which is i'll be taken now i'm not taken as seriously because what two and a half years into advertising uh, so i balance it uh, to as much as i can uh, with my capabilities so and then you just hope for the best yeah cool because it is so difficult when you see lot of things i'm like who is putting that out i ap- apologize to the audience mostly i am putting that out <laughs> but it's under duress <laughs> it's uh, after fighting for a long long time and at the end of it sometimes you're like you know what chaddo nikalne do let it just be out of my life and there are times when you just give up and you know you worked on it for 8 months you're just happy for it to go out so yeah okay, there are so what exactly the process is what how it starts and you know i'm not asking about the end result i'm just asking about the process like process what starts with the brand a brand uh, comes up and says that you know this is our brand problem because advertising at the end of the day like any commercial creative uh, pursuit is of solution based okay. they say we have a problem we our problem could be anything from launching a new product from um, uh, increasing sales from increasing brand awareness to getting brand recognition in a specific part of the country they come up with a problem and they write a brief uh, it goes to a team of uh, strategists in the agency where any advertising agency uh, strategists do their research they look at competitor study they look at background work they look at target market they do their uh, target market research and they come up with a strategy um that strategy is approved by the client then the strategy comes to the creative uh, team uh, now in advertising a creative team is made out of traditionally is made out of art directors and copywriters okay so art directors and copywriters sit together on the creative brief you've been given a strategy you've been given the target market you've been given the uh, brand objective and most importantly you've been given a deadline so uh, you think of um, creative layers on the strategy okay that is the most uh, involving that is the most entertaining uh, you think okay quick one okay you think in india the only thing we can sell is entertainment <laughs> I don't think so. I uh, because if if the, if we look at the YouTube channels, yeah, if you are not singing, dancing, or if you are not telling jokes, nobody is going to watch you. That that's what I have observed. But I think that's not an Indian problem. I think that that's uh, everywhere. That's everywhere. You look at Japanese ads. You look at ads uh, from Thailand. You look at UK ads. Uh, a lot of them uh, dance around and you know fool around for the longest time before getting to point that's just a way of getting like this one ad i don't remember the brand name because i never remember brand name but they were trying to sell an energy drink or a brand of beer i'm not wrong if i'm not wrong and uh, the ad was really simple they said that you know what are the three most trending things on the internet uh, puppies babies and monkeys so they actually created um, a character which was one third puppy one third baby 
and uh, one third monkey and this character would just come uh, sit on the uh, stand on the table and dance on a jingle which just went on uh, which just said uh, puppy monkey baby puppy monkey baby this goes on for 30 seconds and the character dances and then they get to the point which is uh, the best things life has to offer this particular brand of drink so entertainment is um, a very easy and one of in a way easy and difficult but one of the ways you can get people's attention stand up comedy is that um, uh, stand up comedians at sometimes their videos end up selling a message don't they uh, sometimes 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 uh, movies entertain some movies can also sell a message advertising is not supposed to be about entertainment like stand up comedy and bollywood or anything else it's not supposed to be about entertaining but if i come and i tell you that the water you are drinking is from the himalayas and it's the purest water uh, you'll ever find there's another brand saying the same thing so you will change the channel so i'll entertain you get you intrigued and then tell you that the water that you are drinking is the best water you'll ever have so entertainment is really really important unfortunately which is why uh, i mean if if you um, if you tell me something more interesting about the process or about so that's that's my thing right uh, the market 25 years back when we were born uh, i would tell you that bisleri is the best water you'll ever find and you would be satisfied because it it comes from the himalayas yeah and, and the brands that came early in india huh. uh, like parle ji colgate like um we we always go to the store and like bhaiya colgate dena yeah we we never say bhaiya toothpaste dena ya fir bhaiya bhaiya ji parle ji dena uh, i mean biscuit dena yeah. there's always yeah. a parle ji it's how it's how no one uh, sells photocopy right it's xerox yeah it's always xerox, xerox. yeah uh, it's always bisleri dena instead of mineral water dena but yeah. again these uh, these are the benefits of uh, a monopoly market it happened 25 years back when these are the brands who had the money to put uh there were in uh, there weren't other competitor brands and if there were a few there was hardly any money they didn't have much to say and uh, competition there was hardly any television there was one channel there weren't any ads so you were listening to uh, washing powder nirma uh, 20 times in 3 minutes yeah but uh, yeah so at, at that point of time like i still love the jingle it is amazing don't get yeah. me wrong i i remember it <laughs> i remember mdh masale i remember washing powder nirma for a reason uh but i think uh, the game is very different right now the game yeah. is everything that i had to tell you about bisleri or about mineral water has been said already after a while even the brands are exhausted what will they say will they say that they have magnetic power in the water no they can't but now they have smart water there is another brand out there who saying it's smart water how it is very difficult to explain smart water to indian audiences in 15 seconds or 20 seconds ads used to be 45 seconds 25 years back now people don't have the money to make 45 second ads so now ads so now are they are bringing seconds. in all the celebrities they could uh celebrities happened long back as well i think celebrity uh, like endorsement 10 years back no, i bro. remember i remember uh, no bro shabana azmi advert you are talking about television ads print ads uh, before yeah, our time smita patel smita patel shabana azmi so i think it is very easy to uh see that osh oh, you know what rithik roshan drives this car i want to drive this car it's as simple as that because 
there's only so much you can talk about the product but again not i am only bollywood celebrities like no other celebrities are that influencing definitely because it's india right it's india nothing works as great cricket? as bollywood or cricket that's it yeah everything ends there everything ends there hopefully things are changing i read somewhere that star plus uh, wants to change this country to make sure that every sport has the same amount of value we'll see how it goes is it a wow. marketing technique we don't know yet <laughs> so but i'm really enjoying the kabaddi kabaddi exactly yeah, which is so new and which is so amazing i'm like wow it is it is amazing at the end of the day it's about getting eyeballs yeah uh, and it's about packaging which is why i say that uh, entertainment is important uh, celebrity endorsement uh, is an easy way to get people to use your product i don't agree with it because i think it's the downfall of creativity yeah i i personally hate it um, because there's always something interesting to say about the product if you're creative enough it's your job to find something to say about the product or to say something about the brand you don't need to get sharukh khan to say something about the brand but again i have worked for brands i have worked for ads that uh, ultimately use this like but that's how a brand manager thinks it's an easy way out Uh, it does get you eyeballs unfortunately uh, so but you think a good idea can sell a good product yes i firmly believe that um thank god for that i firmly believe that like um, i don't know again uh, this is very i might be talking from a very advertising point of view that people might not be familiar with even the work that i talk about uh, times of india was known to be a very um, north indian based brand okay it went to calcutta and people would choose to read the statesman or telegraph so it was people didn't uh, accept times of india and times of india wanted to be known as uh, west bengal's newspaper okay so what did they do they could have easily done a campaign they could have easily done a television ad they could have done a radio ad they could have said times of india is now in bengali they didn't do anything of that they said that you know what uh, durga puja happens in west bengal Durga Puja uh, is a five-day or a six-day event, right? On the tenth day, we will have they have Shidur Khela, which is an event where uh, women come and do uh, bid farewell to the goddess. They play with sindhu. Okay. So that's a very Bengali thing that happens in every pandal all over the country. Shidur Khela and happens in West Bengal way more, in Calcutta way more. Okay. Uh, so, but the thing is, uh, Shidur Khela is only for married women. Okay. So you and I might not be, will definitely be not allowed to go. Uh, widows are not allowed to go. Uh, prostitutes are not allowed to go. So it was. Uh, so Times of India said, we uh, our campaign line is um, no conditions applied. They had the first of its kind Shidur Khela in Calcutta in a pandal where prostitutes, widows, eunuchs, uh, uh, transgender women, everyone wow. was allowed to come and play Shidur Khela. Wow. Times of India became the top most read newspaper in Calcutta. Wow, that that's and has swept all the advertising awards. And uh, I say that because I'm a little partial towards the campaign because it was done by uh, one of the bosses from my agency. Wow. So it swept Cannes, it swept DNAD, it swept a lot of advertising awards. But more importantly, uh, he was a brand saying that that they. Uh, want to be accepted that this is the way we think and we're not talking about a newspaper we're not even entertaining yeah. we're talking about an idea and if you believe in that idea you believe in our product so you will ultimately choose our product and yeah. the numbers reflected the idea it wasn't just a great idea it was a great idea that ultimately led to sales which is why i honestly believe and uh, 
it might not happen every time but if you keep pushing at it a great idea will lead to great things but even like a lot of times when we get a brief like um, create something timeless and and like to create something timeless you have to give time you have to give time yeah, yeah. so if if you give 20 years to the same idea to the same brand it's going to be timeless it will like look at the amoy girl yeah but but then again you you cannot change it every day you have you to have stick to that idea you have to believe in that idea that yes yeah so timeless ideas see these briefs come to us every day to you to me and it's just so easy to say it's so easy for brand managers to say that you know what we don't we want to do viral ho jana chahiye viral viral ho jana chahiye i'm like listen to me listen to yourself <laughs> listen to what you're saying if you want virality which i hate the word by the way if you want virality from a campaign you need to give it time yeah and for, for sure again shooting in the dark I am sorry. It is shooting in the dark. Even you, when you have enough data. Even when you have enough data. Even when you have enough data. Biggest campaigns have failed and how? Yeah. Uh, so it is shooting in the dark up to a uh, up to an extent. Up to an extent. Okay. But keeping that in mind, uh, just a great creative idea will always can always lead to great sales. For sure. Just. Just, just okay. keep at it. Yeah, just keep at it. Just you know, sometimes uh, push the boundaries. There's always something out there that you don't think in the first seventy days, but you will think uh, on the seventy-first day. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, time is not a friend in advertising. <laughs> Deadlines are insane. But yeah, you try. Uh, so yeah, so like we were talking about, uh, there's one thing that I hold really dearly to my heart in advertising, and I wish more people did something about it. Is uh, just breaking the glass ceiling, you know, in advertising. Uh, thankfully, why why do you say so? Uh, advertising has been for the longest while a very male-dominated industry. Okay. Uh, to be honest, in the last few years, women are uh, some some women are on the top, which is amazing. I just think it needs to be a more egalitarian industry because um, you're selling a lot of products to women. So there was a time when men were making all the decisions that led to uh, money being spent. Uh, whether a woman wants a lipstick, a man takes a decision. Yeah. Uh, and everything was oriented towards men, and that's fair enough because the society was patriarchal in nature. So men were creating. uh the ads but uh, things have changed women have purchasing power women out there have money and they're yeah. willing to spend it for sure for so sure so i really really think and it's unfortunate we have a lot of women in the industry don't get me wrong i sometimes i work in a team which has uh, four uh, girls and two boys but at the um, higher positions i uh, do not see women which is a little unfortunate and it's also a little disappointing for younger women joining the industry yeah because there are times when you know at the end of the day gender matters as a massive feminist i would like to say gender doesn't matter but uh, the challenges a woman faces in any and in a in a workplace you know it's only something that another woman will would understand my mom understands my father doesn't for that matter so i just i just think that when there are more women working in advertising uh it creates a fairer more equal place in a better industry so, so yeah. don't quit a uh, job after you have two babies hell yeah, please no, don't do that. hell <laughs> no. uh my babies if i ever have babies right now uh, advertising is my only baby <laughs> that i plan to have for a while if i ever have babies um i will do what my mom did get a very good nanny 
and uh, just make sure I come home a little quickly, a little earlier than I do right now. But yeah, women need to join advertising. Because uh, I, I feel you're selling everything to a woman. You're selling like, everything, like from washing machine to car to to clothes to shampoo, conditioner, everything. Yeah, and I mean there there must be fifty products only for hair. Yeah, and, and for women. Yeah, for and sure. Like, and who is, is on the top and making all the decisions? We, we need a female perspective there. Definitely, like I have worked on campaigns that um, the business objective is to increase uh, or to move towards women rights in the country, and the decisions have been taken by a very sexist man. Aww. And that's when you know it's a punch to the gut. That I don't want to be taking the decisions. I just wish there was a woman on top. Because yeah, exactly. Because we see a lot of silly ads. I'm not saying silly ads, but we oh, see we do see a lot of silly ads. <laughs> but but we need intelligent ads and inspiring ads. We we need intelligent ads for sure. Uh, yeah, let's you know all, every day in advertising we basically say that uh, your audience is not smart, and I think that's so ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Our audience is very very uh, smart, and we need to give them the credit that they deserve. And for that, we need to be willing to do smart ads, and we need to be have uh, we need to have uh, smart brand managers out there. And women are as smart as men, so let's just get them on board. Yeah, for sure. Makes a safer uh, work environment with the whole Me Too campaign and everything. It has um, shaken up the advertising industry because it has affected it has? the. It has. Oh my God! And how uh, advertising every a lot of the top countries and have been put on temporary leave and all of that nonsense. So advertising can be a fairly sexist and a misogynistic place to work. Uh, and the more women we have, I'm hoping that that goes down. Because it's an industry that requires long hours, right? Yeah, I mean, as you told that, you know, you work till three yeah. nights. Yeah, so. and uh, touch wood, the men I have met in the industry have been really nice and have been uh, very safe, let's just say, to work around. But the stories I read online uh, are really scary. And no industry should be like that, let alone advertising. So I think the only way we can make an industry safer, especially after this whole Me Too debacle, uh, is to have more women in the industry. So that's something I feel really strongly about that because yeah. there's a bro code happening in a lot of agencies, a lot of men support each other, women don't go to the top. So somehow this needs to change and more women need to be, because there are ambitious women. Now and why? Even we need feminist men. We need oh hell yeah, we need feminist men. Uh, yeah, when you have a, we just need feminist people. When you have people yeah. who believe in equality. Yeah, I, I agree um, because even I mean women are also part of the. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, I mean they are they are the product of it. For the society, and I've met so many women who are who, misogynistic. Yeah, and, and, and who have put them down because there are men in their life. Uh, for sure. I mean their ego needs to be taken care of. So I have seen a lot of women who are not celebrated for what they do. No, they're not. And it's it's quite a shame. And listen, if there were more feminist men around, if there were more feminist uh, people around, then I wouldn't even be sitting here asking for women to join the industry. Yeah. Because then it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. But because we don't have a lot of feminist men, we don't have a lot of feminist people. Yeah, um, I agree, I agree. If we had more women working uh, at the top, the whole Me Too debacle wouldn't have happened, which is why I told you I want to speak about it for sure because it's something the whole Me Too episode has shaken advertising and the place more unsafe and 
what I'm more afraid of is uh, younger people being worried to join the industry. Because it's such a beautiful industry. And like I said, you have the power to change the world. But uh, if there are girls out there who are scared to join the industry, it's, it's a shame for the industry. It's a shame for people uh, at the top. It's a shame for people like me who are at the lower level or at the mid level. So, which is why I constantly ask that we pave the path for the future women. Today, some women out there paved the path for me and I hope that, you know, me and all the women alongside the women joining the industry because who doesn't want a safe workplace? Yeah, no, yeah. De definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending such a lovely time with me. Thank you for... Anytime. I'm just happy to like talk about advertising because the only person who listened to me is my mom. <laughs> like I told you. So, hi mom, if you're listening, <laughs> at least one person will be listening to this and that's my mom. <laughs> Same with my mom, even she is the only person I'm going to share this with. I'm going to text her that, hey mama, this is a product of very good time spent. My mom my mom was actually surprised. Oh, someone out there is willing to listen to you? Really? Okay then. So yeah, at least two, two of our moms, like you know, yeah. they'll be listening so, so to we, 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 we have an audience. audience. We yeah, have an audience. Sure. That's yeah. good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm now I'm encouraged, you know. Do this uh, another this time. Such a great thing that you're doing, honestly. Like, send me the link. I'll be listening to it and I'll be sharing it. Like, not just my, not just like my part of the interview, but all the other uh, pieces as well. It's a great thing that you're taking out time for because not a lot of people take out time from uh, their jobs that give them a paycheck to do something they believe in and to do something for the industry, for the general creative industry. It's uh, braver than I have ever been. Thank you, thank you, Sanjana. Thank you so much. I'm so, I'm so happy to. I mean, I'm, I'm just happy to see you. You know, yeah. after. after 10 years, 10 years you're meeting yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god it is so amazing it's Thank great you. that um, I've met people who uh, so many years back that I love to meet right now <laughs> and I know that I'll be meeting you very soon yes please we have to do the part 2 yes we have to do a part 2 for sure <laughs> definitely this podcast was recorded in a busy cafe so there is a lot of noise of coffee machine music playing and people talking um, to a lot of people, it's irritating, but I think it gives little extra. It adds an entire environment to a simple conversation. I hope you enjoy this. So today, I have a dear friend. I met her after a really long time. The last time I saw her, she was wearing white uniform, big glasses, and she had a Harry Potter book in her hand. Now she's a content writer with a master's degree in advertising. She knows what exactly she's talking about. We had a great conversation, how advertising works, how we need more women in advertising, from client brief to design process, and from the timeless ad to the meet to moment. We try to cover it all. Hello and welcome to Design Desk. I'm Vidushi. Design Desk is a podcast about design process and design criticism. In each episode, I will talk to different designers and creatively about their process and on other few topics that are on our mind and in the air.